Years out of college, worked and gained some knowledge full of questions, second guessing myself, searching for a reason, follow what I'm dreaming, holding on to clouds of silver and gold. It's unknown, uncontrolled, pure and strong. But still so young at 24 Whoa, I'm hearing there's no road to guide me Follow what's inside me at 24 Whoa, I'm feeling rhythms of my heart They find out who I'm I'm living how I found my voice could be loud Some things stay the same and some things change But I've come a long way from where I started alone It's unknown, uncontrolled, pure and strong But still so young and ready for I'm hearing the road to guide me, follow what's inside me at 24. Whoa. All right. I'm feeling rhythms of my heart. They find out who I'm supposed to be at 24. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Skip Happens, everybody. And of course, let me just make some adjustments here. Ah, I can hear you, and I can hear you not only through the microphone and and, and, uh, the wonders of the internet, but I can also hear your great music. Listen to this. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Elizabeth Lyons, and uh, yeah, that's a, what's that? That's 24. One of the many great songs. Uh, First of all, you and I have never met until now we see each other face to face. And uh, thank you for agreeing to kind of come on board and and do the interview. I know I got messages coming in all over the place now. I don't know if you can hear the dinging on your end or not, but uh, yeah, it's here too. Elizabeth Lyons, everybody. It's a Saturday Uh, night. Everyone's hitting you up, you know? Yeah, it is. Nothing else to do, right? (laughs) Really? Really? How are you? How are I'm you? Good. I'm good. I'm good. You know, taking it day by day like everyone yeah. else in this world that we're currently living in. Um, how are you? I'm doing real well. You know, here in New York, it's a little bit of a different world right now. I mean, uh, we're upstate New York. We are four and a half hours from New York City, but still uh, being in New York and, uh, you know, it's it's kind of a tough go. And I, I, I will tell you that... Um, you know, it kind of hit me today a little bit, yeah. knowing that they've closed the schools for the remainder of the, uh, you know, the school year, and we have all those graduating seniors, and they were so looking forward to the celebrations and and the parties and the graduation, and then, you know, they're making decisions on college and all that, and we don't have any answers uh, down the road for college, but it's so sad. It kind of hit me a little bit today. So I know it's hard. I'm in New Orleans. Obviously, it's similar to New York in that. You know, there's just so much, you know, that's changed in, in everyone's world. And, um, you know, 
are that are affected by this and um i know my sister's a senior in college and her graduation is obviously yeah. now uh via live stream um but you know it's it's hard but you know i guess we just have to count our blessings and just yeah. health is wealth and you know it's a time to reflect on what's important and try to give back and do what we can to help others, you know, is kind of what I've been doing. But I have to admit, I'm my, I had my birthday on Thursday and I woke oh, up. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Super. I woke up super emotional and I haven't had really like I've been pretty positive. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I work for myself, so I'm, I'm used to kind of working from home. And other than like, you know, I travel all the time for shows and all of the festivals and shows that I had been sure. working on. Uh, some of which were I had been working on booking for, you know, three years for, you know, some of these festivals I had booked. Um, you know, it's hard. It's it's um, they're now canceled and, you know, everyone's affected right now. It's crazy, you know, in some shape or form, um, you know, so. It is nuts. I was just um, I'm actually I'm, I'm holding my phone in my hand to uh, maybe shut off those notifications. I don't know. <laughs> I have to, you know, it's funny. I'll have to get my son down here to show me how to do it. But uh, I know like, mine are probably. I turned off my messages on mine, but I'm still learning too. I'm like, how do I like shut it off so it doesn't make any noise? Uh, and it seems so. like once I with the phone, whatever phone I have at the time, you know, once I learn it, it's time to get a new one. So, I know, always. Yeah. I know. I, I know. It's crazy. Technology is now changing like every year. I feel oh like. my god, it's crazy. It's crazy. I know. I get you. I hear you. We are chatting uh, tonight for a little bit with Elizabeth Lyons, and uh, she sent me her press kit, and uh, <laughs> I am totally blown away. You have opened for acts like Blake Shelton, Luke Bryan, Sam Hunt, Florida Georgia Line, Lady A, Little Big Town, Alabama, Eric Church, Dirks Bentley, Thomas Rhett, Keith Urban, Jake Owen, Cole Swindell, and many others. That what girl, it's just unbelievable. And to even you know, to get that opportunity to open up for these artists, you've got to be doing something right. Oh, thank you. It's really, really cool. And then I see the list, uh, your industry list and the recent press that you've gotten, and it's over the top. That's awesome. Tell me. All right. Let's start from the basics. Tell us a little bit about you, Elizabeth Lyons. Yes. So I'm an independent country music singer, songwriter, artist, and I'm born and raised in the Midwest. I've always loved music from a young age. I started playing piano right when I learned my letters and I started doing church choir and dancing and uh, musical theater. I was in like 18 musical theater productions, always performing, putting on performances in my mm -hmm. parents' backyard, inviting all the neighbors over and charging $1 for them, recruiting my sisters and the neighbors that were my age, um, but like the kids and stuff to be a part of the show. Um, so it's always been in my blood and it's been something that's made me happy. Mm -hmm. uh, when I went to college, I uh, wanted to get an internship in the summer, my freshman year, and I got an internship in Nashville. And uh, learned the music publishing side of the business um, and saw artists like Florida Georgia Line uh, take off before my eyes when they released the song Cruise. And it really gave me confidence to be like, I'm going to do this and move down to Nashville full time. And so I applied to Vanderbilt University, transferred mm -hmm. there, and then uh, was working still at the same music publishing company and was really blessed to have my boss, Danny Carr, at the time. He gave me like assignments. Like, Very cool. go record a song, go write, go book your own show, uh, go find a band, you know, like all that kind of great stuff. And 
From there, um, I released my first EP my senior year of college. It charted 42 on the iTunes charts. Uh, I charted on top 50 on like media base. My first single was <laughs> on Sirius X on the highway, did the small market radio tour. And um, after that, my second single, I had a number one music video on iTunes and used, I sold like, and then like was selling like 100,000 like downloads and just all this, it was just taking off and it was all word of mouth and using, you know, I was, really like active in um, college. So I was friends with all the athletes and, you know, the yeah. music people and the film people and just, you know, use the people that I knew to spread the word and uh, through social media and started booking myself at shows. And then fast forward, here I am many years later, still doing it. Wow. it, was, <laughs> and it living it. my dream. And it's been a roller coaster ride of emotions and, oh, you know, bet. obstacles and, but you know, uh, I keep going. <laughs> Let me ask when, when all that started to happen, when you, you knew you got the million, uh, what the millions, uh, downloads or it's a hundred thousand downloads yeah. and a million Spotify, <laughs> I, I believe. Yeah. Um, I, well, um, not on, on Spotify, but all of the streaming sites, like oh, okay. also Spotify, Apple music, right. Dora. Yeah. Were you scared when all of a sudden you saw that coming on? Did you kind of, did you get like, oh my God, what is happening? What am I going to do? How am I going to handle this? That's amazing, girl, for you. That I mean, that is amazing for anybody, you know, at that age, and you're still really young, uh, at that age, to have all that fall into place so quick and be able to move forward. I think I'd be scared to death. <laughs> well, I kind of, I have a really great, amazing family. And, you know, my parents are really awesome my mom's always like a goal you know a goal achiever like you know always have making to-do lists and kind of keeping in check like what you want this to get done today this week this month this year five years from now mm -hmm. and um, my dad's more of a like a realist and you know he's like all right pump the brakes you're still the Elizabeth Lyons I grew you know grew you up to be you know he's just really more like you know down to earth and making sure that I, I don't get like this like big ego or anything so it's nice to have kind of that dreamer as my mom and, and a realist as my dad you know uh raising me and keeping it real you know and mm -hmm. I, so I think mm -hmm. they've really helped me get through it and I have two sisters who always tell me like it is so I said they're the first people I send my music to when I write it if I think there's potential. So <laughs> that that's awesome. And it's awesome to get, I mean, not only you send it to those people, but what about some other friends or maybe outside of that circle? Do you, do you ever do that to get a, like an outsider's opinion? Of course, your family's going to say, Hey, this is awesome. We love you. This is really going to do well, but they're also family. So yeah. do you yes. send it outside that circle? I do. Well, I have, um, I'm really close with my aunts and my cousins. And so we have a big group chat that nice. I always send it to. And then I've also got like a bunch of friends from kind of throughout my life. Actually recently with this song I just released called Brave Enough, mm -hmm. uh, I sent it to the YouTube video unlisted link to some of my friends. And I was really nervous about how people would receive it and if it would be re received well, because, you know, it's all about, you know, uh, all of the people that are being so brave on the front lines of this Corona pandemic. And um, I think right now it's really important because, you know, it's really sensitive time and like, um, but everyone's reaction was like, I cried. I got chills. I needed this song. I was having a really rough day and I, this made me feel better and um, made me feel like I could be brave and, you know, and so I was like, oh man, well, if everyone's reacting this way that I've never encountered 
my songs to have this type of reaction. Maybe I should put it out for the world to hear. Um, and so this just happened last week. I had sent it to my friends on and family on Monday. Uh-huh. And then uh, we put it up live on YouTube um, on Friday. And now it's available on Spotify, Amazon, and it should be available and Pandora, and it should be available on Apple. So, and it's been great. I got like 10,000 views. I think it's hit right now. And it's only been like 24 hours. So that's really crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I, Is it I playing yeah. right now. Can you hear it? Let's see. <laughs> Thanks for playing it. Praying for sun. Oh, that's no, my no, this, wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got to go back. That's I had a great song for right now. Hang on, that's twenty four. Hang on, hang on a minute. I had it up here. It's okay. I had it up here, but we're gonna play it. We're gonna play, we'll play it later. Maybe you can end the show with it. Yeah, there you go. Tell me about um, all the proceeds, or that's going yeah. to the COVID nineteen fund, correct? Yeah, so we're gonna donate um, some of the proceeds for okay. you know what I make with, from the song to COVID. Um, I've already started to, you know, been doing that. I just did a band together benefit um, for here, New Orleans musicians. And um, I'm constantly trying to give back like throughout my entire career. That's something that I've been, you know, that's just how I was raised and mm-hmm. whether it's volunteering or, you know, making someone's day by buying like their groceries that are in front of them, like any type of thing that you can do to make or making someone smile, like, you know, or laugh. I think you can always give love and, and um, so, but yeah, so it's going to be donated um, to a bunch of different um, organizations that uh, have been affected by COVID. That's and, awesome. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. And we're very excited that you're doing that. I think that's just a, such a great thing to do with such a powerful song. And we will play that here in a little bit. We'll let it play all the way through because I want everybody to hear it. Yes, that would be awesome. I hope everyone hears it. And if you do love it, feel free to tag me. And if you have a story to tell, or if you work in a hospital, please play it for their employees. I mean, music is so healing. Mm -hmm. And um, I've always turned to music when I'm in like a dark time or when I'm sad or, you know, when I was a kid, I really turned to my piano every time I felt like I wasn't invited to a party or wasn't invited to a sleepover. And so I've always loved to create music that makes you feel hopeful and positive and empowering and make you believe in yourself or, you know, to follow your dreams, whatever that may mm-hmm. be. Um, so I hope this song does that for everyone. That's listening. And uh, let, you may have, you might've mentioned this in the beginning, but how long have you been playing the piano again? Oh my gosh. I think since I was like in pre-K. So. Oh, really? Yeah. You take Um, lessons like pretty much from day one. (laughs) I took piano lessons with Mrs. Edmonds from kindergarten to high school. So my senior year of high school. So what is that? Like 10 years or something? Oh my goodness. The the same instructor all the way through. Oh yeah. Every Monday at three, 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 I think it was three. No, we sometimes go at lunchtime and then sometimes it was after (laughs) school at like three 30. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Now you. She's amazing. She's amazing. And it was it, at our yeah. house too. We would go. Really? Yeah. I love that. And where was that? In um, Wilmette, Illinois. Okay, is that's where you're originally from? I'm from Winneka, Illinois. It's a suburb outside of Chicago. Actually, kind of has a cool history. Home Alone was shot there. I oh, grew wow. up right around the corner from the house. Um, Sixteen Candles, Ferris mm-hmm. Bueller's Day Off, Breakfast Club. John Hughes grew up where you know in the area I grew up in. So when he was making his movies, he decided to come back home and all that are you a big movie buff 
Yeah, I was a film, radio, television, film major in college, so I love movies and TV. Oh, radio and television, film major. I love this. Yeah, you had yeah. it all going. So and, it was and, a cool major. <laughs> no, it is, and and you know, I, of course, I do the radio thing. Now you're doing the artist thing, but uh, being in that, you know, working with radio, did you ever want to really just work radio? So it's funny, actually. Um, my um, grandfather was uh, chairman of um, AC Nielsen Ratings, and he works there. He started off um, as a software, I think, like developer, like at mm -hmm. the bottom, and worked his way up. He worked there for thirty plus years, and oh, wow. Yeah, and he, uh, you know, obviously that's a big radio is a huge part of what he did. Mm -hmm. uh, he was more, I think, involved with television stuff, but he really didn't encourage me to do the entertainment industry. But he didn't really have a choice because I was like, I'm doing it <laughs> uh, because it's in my heart. And my parents have always been really encouraging uh, and supportive. And when I first released my music, uh, my senior year of college, he obviously was like, oh, wow, like you are clearly it, it's resonating with people. And he was so proud of me when I sang at the national anthem at the Chicago Cubs Wrigley Field. And uh -huh. it was right before he had passed away. And he just was, you know, he watched every Cubs game and was an avid um, you know, Cubs fan. And so for him to see that was really great. And he said to me, he was like, so proud of me. And it's such a competitive industry. And he was just like, you're doing it. Like, like, Absolutely. congratulations. I love you. You know, Absolutely. Like, if you're singing the national anthem at a Cubs game in front of the green monster, that that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Plus I saw in your bio, you've done it. Uh, was it city field or Yankee stadium? Uh, you've done that in a lot of the big parks. Yes, um, I've seen yeah Yankees uh, Yankee Stadium recently. That was my most recent one, and I, yeah, I did um, Chicago Bears pack the Packers Lambeau Field, um, Fenway Park in Boston, uh, the Predators uh, in Nashville. I've done NHL, NBA, MLB, NFL, NHL. Is there any others? That's scary. Yeah. Yeah, to get out there and you've got thousands of people looking at you to sing the national anthem, which is probably, if not the hardest song to sing. Yeah. And the first time I um, did it in a really big setting, actually, I, I messed up. My whole family, like all my cousins, there was like 20 of us there. And I started too high. And so my voice kind of cracked at the top. And honestly, it was such a great setting because it was at an AHL game, like which mm -hmm. is you know below. And I'm a big hockey right. fan. Yeah, so, we, we got a um, we got AHL here. Well, not you know everything going on. We don't have hockey right now, but uh, still, still a big hockey fan. But go ahead. Yeah, so um, I started too high, and then ever since then, I was like, I can't. I need to be like so well rehearsed and just have it. And now I don't even get nervous. Like Yankee Stadium, I was like, let's do this. Like you know, like I, <laughs> I really like people like are like, are you okay? Like, like I'm like, I'm good. Like people like are like, I'm, you're so calm. Like why are you so calm? Like um, when I did Lambo, my sister had me like I was like dancing on the side of the fields, and there's eighty thousand people. I mean, it was full, and it was the most beautiful like night, and I was just like so amped up. Um, and it's just such a great song, like to think about what that song means and, yep. and, yep. you know, honoring America and everyone Absolutely. who's fought for our country and just like that moment of silence. And I think like in this world that we live in right now, like people rarely are like just shut down and all focused 
as one. So um, it's always an honor and privilege to sing. So I, I think it's it's one thing when I say it's hard to sing. It's it's not necessarily the tone, or you say you went high and your voice cracked. But as long as you get the words right, mm-hmm. I think for the most part, that's cool. That's yeah. Be- that's the, awesome. the feedback I've received, like you can watch a lot of them. I think almost all of them on YouTube. And um, people just like that I sing the song the way it was written. I don't really add any like color or anything. Right. And, right. Um, people love that. You know, <laughs> I'm not doing like you know all the craziness. I'm just singing it like absolutely. It's a song. Absolutely. So you're from uh, near Chicago and big uh, Cubs fan. You're a, a huge hockey fan. Uh, you've been playing the piano all through high school with the same instructor all the way through. You've gone to Vanderbilt, and that says a lot right there, uh, which is pretty cool. You came out came out of Vanderbilt. You started doing your music, or you, actually you were already doing your music. And uh, now you've got music on the radio. You've got uh, your music's out and about for fans to buy and uh, that you know, to listen to, obviously, I mean, what, just what an exciting time in your life right now. Um, I got to ask you this. How did you feel? I, I know you're going to say, oh, it's, or you're probably thinking this is a stupid question, or maybe somebody's viewing that. Why did he ask that? Because you know what, but I I'd love to hear it from the artist. How did you feel when you first heard your song on the radio? Oh my gosh. Oh, it's the best feeling. I mean, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes, mm-hmm. um, you know, from the, co-writing standpoint and writing music to the photography to the recording going to the recording studio to finding people to write with and producers and photographers and videographers and taking that concept of the idea of the song and turning it into a video to then trying to get it on the radio and um you know driving to radio stations and promoting it um it is the craziest feeling and just such a um, you know, of just a mix of emotions. Um, I, I think I cried like the first time. I'm a, I'm kind of a crier though. I was like, <laughs> let it all out. But, um, Those were happy tears. Yes, exactly. So. Because it's just, there's so much that hard work that goes into it and to be, um, know that other people are hearing what you worked hard on and to know for me, it's always like, I want to make people happy mm-hmm. and I want to make people feel something and if, if radio is the most powerful way to do it and country radio is like, there's nothing out like it else like it. And country fans are the most dedicated like fans ever. And so it's just special to be able to be able to listen to the song with so many other people and know that there's all these people listening to it at once. How do you feel uh, about women on the radio? Obviously I, well, I, you're going to say, yeah, we need, we need to have women on the radio, but uh, I think we need more. And uh, what do you think, how can we do that? How can we get to that point? Yes. I mean, I'm with you. I think that the best song should always win and uh, the song that resonates with people. And I, it's a very political industry that we're in. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think that, you know, giving people that are opportunities, especially like now during quarantine would be a great time because so many artists are struggling and we don't have a means of like income because if we're not touring, we're not making money or if we're not able to get into the studio. Like I was lucky I had already had this new song recorded back in December right. and I was just sitting in my, you know, queue to, I was going to release it in the fall. And I was like, well, this fits right now more than ever. So, but for people that maybe don't have that, they're not even 
they're having no means of income um, other than, you know, pushing merch and stuff like sure. that and sure. trying to be innovative with fan clubs or um, Zooms or things like this, you know. Um, but I think that a way that we could do it is one is just trying to play more artists that are, um, you know, potentially maybe independent because I think a lot of the time uh, the labels, you know, kind of pick which female artists are, you know, being picked, which sure. is great, but maybe they're not, if there aren't female artists out there, maybe that, that they're picking that are resonating with people. Mm -hmm. And that may not be entirely all radio's fault. Like it's a team effort, you know, if, if the quarterback isn't good and, you know, I don't know football very well, but like, you know, it's a team. It's like, you know, it's like, I don't think we can just blame radio, you know, right. like I think it needs to be, really thought about like okay like let's see what works and then try to do that you know um and try to play more of that which i think right right labels it's tend to sign kind of weird female artists or not like they don't do like you know kelsey ballerini right Marin, and then they don't want to sign people like that they sign people that are like trying to be different or right exactly know. and it's not necessarily radio's fault i don't think it's radio's fault at all no. um i think it's it's the it's, music it's that's being effort, provided. You know? right it's the music that's being provided to the radio stations to play right exactly and it's labels it label. yes managers that's where it all starts if you really want to get down and dirty and then <laughs> exactly. every they pick what's sent to radio and tv and all that so if that's not working what they're doing it's actually kind of their fault not radio's fault if you know exactly exactly for the most part it's yeah not radio so yeah so tell me about your songwriting yeah so um i do a lot of co-writing so i have songwriter friends that i write with and who know me and you know are my friends and sometimes they don't know me but most of the time they know who i am they kind of know my story and uh, when we go into a write, I usually have an idea of what uh, the song title is or the concept of what I'm looking for because, you know, my time is valuable and I spend a lot of time on the road as well. And so I mm -hmm. usually try to spend every second if I'm co-writing to really, I'm usually passionate about an idea and want to do that. <laughs> um, but sometimes, you know, every co-write is different. Sometimes the co-writers that know me will have an idea. Um, and and then we'll throw it out and then we'll go from there sometimes i'll have the lyrics already written and i need help with a melody and i'm stuck on that or sometimes people will have the the idea and then i'll kind of try to help with oh maybe you sing it like this or do that so mm -hmm. um it's very it's a team effort and uh it's really fun though i've been writing really good songs this quarantine i'm really excited about yeah i was gonna ask you about you know being being you know in quarantine are, are you actually doing it more and being able to be alone more and think more about what you're writing and how you want to present it. I mean, yeah, I think that, um, you know, I'm, I, it really hasn't changed for much for me. Like I'm uh -huh. still writing the same amount as I did before, but I think that reflective, um, music, I think will change in the way that we, what we're maybe writing about and maybe we'll after this. Um, and so, but I think that, or no, nothing's really changed, <laughs> but I think being more reflective and like, I've been sure. trying not phone as much and and take time to go outside and on walks where like before quarantine i didn't really always do that like i did but like now i'm trying right. to do it every day for my sanity you know mm -hmm. so yeah yeah so um so how has uh, all this been treating you though are, everything okay are you doing good i mean how is it in new orleans uh, is it uh, have they yeah. opened anything up or no i think this is 
week like seven for us. Um, okay. And so, no, I, we're, things are really good. You know, what I've been trying to do is wake up every morning and work out or go for a walk. Um, my friend Olivia um, Carousello, she's got a great account. And I go, she goes live every day at 9 a.m. Oh, so I, I love try it. to do that. And it feels like I'm like with all my friends who are also working out. Um, and I think it's good to support her too because like fitness instructors are affected mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, I've also been trying to, you know, I played new instruments. Like I picked up the ukulele. Uh, I think, oh, here it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pink. <laughs> really? It looks it looks like, uh, as a matter of fact, I got one of my grandkids, one of my granddaughters, a oh. little pink. It almost looked like that, but it was a guitar. It's not a ukulele, oh. but uh, it looked very yeah. similar to that. Uh, that's for so cute. That's yeah. the best gift you can give her, you know? And yeah, that's what she wanted. Yeah. You can learn so much on YouTube. Like, I'm like, that's what I've been doing. And then my mom just got me an, a mandolin for my birthday. So I'm going to try to maybe, you know, pick, pick up that. Um, I've weirdly been doing like needle pointing too, because I'm trying not to be on the screen, like do some stuff that's not always screen oriented. Right. Um, and it's a time also for me to kind of think about things, which from songwriting standpoint, it's nice to kind of not when you're not thinking about things or preoccupied with stuff. And I've been watching a lot of TV like uh, Ozarks. I just finished. I was going to ask if you've been binge watching and oh, if yeah. you were what? Um, the last dance I did with Michael Jordan. Oh my gosh. That was awesome. So good. So I good. Um, Dennis Rodman, the 30 by 30. I don't know if you've seen that, his documentary. I have not yet, but I know it. Yes. It was intense. My sister told me to watch it. And then, um, yeah, I love, like, I love TV. And then all the real housewives are on right now. So, like, my favorite <laughs> Beverly Hills in New York. So, I'm, like, I'm, like, set at night. I'm, like, let's go. Like, we're, we're watching all, all all the TV. And the Kardashians are back on. So I was going like, to ask you about the Kardashians. All the, okay. All the reality TVs, my jam. You, you, know? you love those reality shows. Yeah. But do then you I watch The Bachelor, like The Bachelorette? Do you watch those too? Oh, yeah. And Pete the all Pilot? The, all the drama with like Tyler. Oh, my God. You and know, then now Peter and Hannah Ann. And it's, yeah. People it's thought I was story. nuts because I would go into work the next morning and talk about the, the Bachelor from the night before, going, Did you see what happened? And Pete did that. And they're like, You're watching that? I go, I don't know. I'm, I'm just captivated. I'm like, Yeah, it's so. From a from my point of view, I said it's so stupid. I'm going to watch it. It's like what's going to happen next? Who's going to go with who? And it's like crazy. And it's kind of fun because, like, I feel like so many people watch it, so you can kind of connect with people and be like, "Oh yeah, can you believe that?" Happened? Exactly, exactly. I know my yeah. wife is uh, binge watching uh, How to Get Away with Murder, which is making Ooh. me a little nervous. She's like, <laughs> catching up on all the seasons, and. Uh, <laughs> That sounds good. I know I need some new stuff. I feel Actually, like it is a very good show. I, yeah. I've caught bits and pieces of it, but she's like, you know, right into it and she's trying to get caught up. So, oh, yeah. I think I used to watch Scandal, which I think was on before How to How to um, Get Away with Murder. Yeah. Um, she used to watch Scandal as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I always put like that, the title of that always made me nervous and I'll get like bad dreams. Like I'm such a wimp. Like I can watch. Like I, we just watched the Black Swan with it's a pirate thing. Like mm -hmm. I could have watched mm -hmm. that, but for some reason I can't watch like NSAI or like all those crazy Law and Order. You know, I can't do it. <laughs> Did you watch the Tiger King? Oh yeah, it was so good. Oh, uh, Will, Will and I watched it for like 
literally like in three nights like it, is that embarrassing to admit like <laughs> no you're not alone you're not alone a lot of people have done that and i think people are kind of over it now uh tiger king um, carol did you do you think carol baskin killed her well i her. think the the tigers got him i think she <laughs> tossed him to the dot tigers that's all i, I i'm I'm 99.9% sure she did. Uh, yeah. the, the thing with the Tiger King, that came out right at the right time, or it was on Netflix right at the right time, because that's <laughs> when we went into this quarantine stuff, yeah. and the, people were looking for things to watch. And mm -hmm. then, because that was that show was so stupid but captivating. <laughs> that, uh, yes, yes, uh, that... People were telling people, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you got to watch this. You got to see this. And next thing you know, it just, it blew up. It was like huge. And who would have thought he was a country singer? I mean, how did, how did we not know his music? You know, what about the guy with no legs? What was his, um, why didn't they, uh, they never talked about him though. How did he lose his legs? What happened? I, you know, I'm just saying. But There's anyway. so much. I mean, I think they need to like do an, like a, a, a maybe like a second season of <laughs> Please. Where is everyone now? Let's get back to Elizabeth Lyons. That's who we're chatting with tonight here on Skip Happens. And uh, Elizabeth is, uh, well, she's opened up for so many of the big stars. And uh, she's got a new single that was just released. And much of the proceeds will be going to uh, COVID-19 and the different organizations. We're going to play that here in a little bit. But, uh, you know, your music is, like I said, I did not know until uh, I didn't know much about you until uh, you sent me your press kit. I've been talking to, uh, your, I guess, is Jeff your manager or is Jeff? Yeah, he's my publicist. Yeah, he's awesome. But he's like, he does, like, he's, you know, he's like my. He's you know, awesome. Last few months, I mean, he's like my everything. Yeah, no, I I know Jeff, and um, he's great awesome. guy, great guy, and he knows how to do this. He's done it. Uh, he's done the political side of it. And now he's working with the artist, and he's putting it all together. It's it's very very cool what he does. Yeah, it's been so nice because you know, for um, most of my career, other than me talking to my family and friends, like I really you know haven't had like this like big team or anything around me. I've had my band who's been great, but. It's nice to have with this release that with Brave Enough, it's nice to have, um, you know, Jeff a part of it. And, you know, I'm like constantly texting him and calling him. It's just nice to have him. And he has a similar energy like me. And so I think yeah. we're on the same, you know, wavelength in that, which is really great. And I think it's awesome when you can work with, you know, like a friend, you know, and he's become like a great friend. So, yeah, it's great yeah, I like that we connected through him. You know, I got to tell you from, you know, we, we haven't met until tonight. It's the first time we've seen each other face to face. Thank goodness for technology. And uh, I love your personality. I'm loving your music. It's just, you're, you, you've got, you've got the package. You've got what it takes to be a star. Uh, you know, put it all together. That that's very, very cool. And, Thank you. Uh, that means a lot coming from you. It really does. And, and, you know, you, I can't thank you enough. <laughs> thank you. I love to interview. You're a great interviewer. Like, no, I don't know about the interview part of it, but uh, like, are, we just are, have a conversation. Are. That's all. I'm having a good time on the Saturday night. I should have made a margarita. You know. I, you know, <laughs> I I was gonna gla uh, grab a glass of wine. I normally have either a beer or a glass of wine sitting around, and I'm surprised What's actually my wife is. What's your go-to drink? What's my go-to drink? Yeah. I'm a beer guy. I have a blue light. Labette. Well, here we have Labatt Labat Blue. I don't know. I don't know. 
You don't my, know? My dad drinks Bud Light. That's oh, Bud Light is good. That's the generic, you know. Yeah. Bud Light is good. That's like the. Yeah, I like, I like Bud Light or like weirdly Bush Light. We, we, we drank that in high school and I still yeah. love it. We used to, uh, back in high school, we used to go by, you know, and you hang out with your buddies and used to be a, um, it was called Milwaukee's Best. Yes. And you could get it like you could buy a case for like just a few bucks and it was the yes. worst beer. But yeah, you know, we had a lot of it. We had a lot of it. Not, not great. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I've been really into uh, red wine too. And spicy margaritas have been my like jam. Oh, my wife loves margaritas. Love. Yeah, they're so good. Except for I cannot make them for my life. I'm learning. But luckily I have my husband will to make them for me. Tell me a little bit about, you know, a little bit on the personal side. So you're married. Yep. And uh, your husband is in New Orleans and that's why you're there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, let's, uh, okay. What's, what's your favorite meal? Well, um, yeah. I, well, yeah. So we're in New Orleans and I, it's funny, actually, I have like, when I met Will, I think I met him se- seven years. Okay. No, no, 2010. I met him at Vanderbilt at a frat party nice. and we have been together since 2013. So seven years, um, which is crazy. And he and I are big foodies and we love, I have never had grits. I've never had shrimp and grits. I never had like really any fish other than like salmon or like what you order at sushi restaurants growing Mm -hmm. up. So like redfish, like flounder, like, you know, (laughs) all the food down here. I'm like beignets. I was like, what is a beignet? Like, um, (laughs) um, I just like, it's been fun. Like jambalaya, like crawfish. Right. Um, I'm not a crawfish fan. I don't know. It takes me forever. Like, like Will and all of like the New Orleans people can eat like a whole pound and I'm still on like my first crawfish. Like yeah. I'm trying to keep up, but they grew up with it. So it's kind of like for me, like picking strawberries or corn sure. Sure. in Iowa where I, you know, grew up going to where my grandma lives and my mom grew up. Um, you know, but my favorite meal of all time is spaghetti and meatballs or pasta with butter noodles and then bagels. I have a bagel review. I do when I'm on the road, I'll review a bagel, like local bagel restaurants. And then very cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you follow, um, uh, what is his name? The stool president. He, he does pizza things. No, I I don't know. I was kind of trying to copy him to his pizza reviews. And so I jokingly put on my Instagram, um, at it, like I I was out at a bagel place and people, went crazy about it on my social media. So I was like, I guess I got to keep this going. That's um, the fun so, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everything bagels I could eat every, I do eat. When I lived in New York uh, for a period of time, I ate bagels every single day. You lived in New York, where? I lived in the West Village and I worked in Times Square. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. When I turned 26, I needed insurance. <laughs> and so and, um, I, uh was applying for jobs and cause you know, my music was going really great, but as you know, most artists know, um, I had to, you know, have get a second job. And so I had this cool opportunity to work for, uh, Suzanne Grimes and, um, Mary Berner, who, um, are the head of, uh, Westwood one and cumulus media with yep. radio. And so I was, uh, Suzanne's assistant executive assistant for wow. almost two, three years. And, um, I would go, she was amazing to allow me to keep doing music. So I would write at night, 
Um, during my lunch breaks, I wouldn't take a lunch break. I would just stay at my computer and do emails. Um, mm-hmm. I would go and leave Friday afternoon. That that summer, I think I played 22 weekends in a row of shows and stuff. And my while Lord. I was as an assistant. So um, that was the summer I opened up for Florida George Line and a bunch of other people. So it was cool. I mean, it was like I was living two worlds. I was like Hannah Montana, you know, I was like corporate and artist. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, those are the right people. If you're going to work with anybody or for anybody, you were doing it with the right people. And <laughs> they, they embrace, they would embrace you because they know what, you know, what you want to do. And because of the field that they're in and you, studied for kind of all goes together right because they own you know i think they own the most country radio stations they did when i was there um but yeah i mean it was really cool that they i learned so much from them and it was cool because i was at a place where i kind of needed a change of scenery from nashville Mm -hmm. um you know i'd been doing this music thing and had a lot of success and um the industry just wasn't really accepting me the way that i i needed and i was kind of getting down on myself i was changing my like way i dressed and it was starting to wear like cowboy boots and sparkly dresses and you know, what people were telling me to do. And when I went to right. New York, was, um, I learned how to be, get my confidence back that I well, had prior to that. And um, to also just learn to be myself and know that my worth and that I'm, you know, a hard worker and that I am, you know, super talented and that, you know, um, right. then, you know, was I learned so much from even like the business perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just such a life-changing experience for me. Yeah. So, I would just tell you to be yourself. Don't worry about the cowboy boots. Don't worry about the spark. Right? Don't worry about whatever. You like, are Elizabeth Lyons. Be exactly. yourself. Exactly. And if you're yourself, it means more than anything. Exactly. Build up that self-confidence. It was great, actually, because I wrote my song Epiphany in 24, which mm-hmm. we heard in the beginning of the show about that. And about having that epiphany of a moment of understanding of why your path is supposed to be what it is and that you've got to be yourself and you've got to keep going. And, uh, you know, you've got to be you and there's only one you. And if you're not being authentically you, people will see right through that and you're not going to be happy and you just have to be yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all you can do. Exactly. As a, as a woman, Elizabeth Lyons, as a woman, what advice would you give to other female artists that would like to do what you're doing? I would say um, start playing an instrument and singing every chance that you get and really honing in on the, the craft of whatever, you know, makes you like whatever you feel like you want to go to. For me, it's always been the piano. So that's been my thing. Um, start songwriting, you know, whatever you feel like put in a song and start doing that. Um, I would move to Nashville, LA, or New York, depending on what genre of music, or Atlanta, or London, um, depending on what kind of music that you want to be in, and go out to shows, go out every night, try to, you know, meet people, and don't be afraid to go up to them, make a business card, and be like, hey, I'm Elizabeth Lyons, will you be my friend, you know, and follow up with people, and I've always lived by having patience, perseverance, and persistence, and that's how I've done like basically everything. Um, and That's great advice, great yeah. advice. And so I think that, you know, and know that it's not going to happen overnight. Um, it really is a 10 year town. I strongly believe that. I mean, I think that you're going to always have these like little successes in life, but there's always, when you do have a success, there's probably going to be a moment of maybe a cloud and then you got to get through that rainstorm. Mm-hmm. And maybe sometimes it's a hurricane, but you just got to, you know, that it's going to get sunny and there's going to be a rainbow at the end of it and 
kind of when you least expect it, sometimes you're, you're, if you're given those things that make you keep going and make you keep, you know, not giving up and surrounding yourself with people that are honest and real and, um, try not to lose yourself too, is, is just be you and don't listen to what people are telling who they're telling you to be. Because like, I had people tell me like, you should dye your hair pink. And I'm like, you don't know who I am. Like, what are you talking about? Like, no, like, right. You know, right. right. You know, you've probably, you know, that, that is all great advice. And I hope somebody that's watching this or listening, even, you know, down the road a little bit that, uh, they will take that advice to heart because obviously you've learned from experience. You've been there. You know, you probably, like you say, you did wear the cowboy boots. You did try to change your, but you, you, I love cowboy boots. They're the best. I know, but it, it, but it, it, for, it's like at the end of the day, it's exactly, really exactly, exactly. Now, if we got somebody that uh, wants to go and get some, some of your music, obviously we have your website on the screen here, elizabethlyonsmusic.com. Uh, but, uh, uh, on all the social media platforms. Yes, um, I'm on Facebook, Elizabeth Lyons, L-Y-O-N-S Music. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's Elizabeth, e I mean, sorry, E-L-Y-O-N-S Music. And I just joined TikTok and it's really fun. And that's Elizabeth Lyons Music. I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, you know, mm -hmm. iHeartRadio. Uh, you got Facebook, it all. Tidal, you name it, it's on there. So what do you think of TikTok? <laughs> I love it. Um, it's funny. I'm so pissed because my friend works there like for like the last like two years. And she's like, Elizabeth, you got to get on TikTok. You got on TikTok. And I was like, I'm scared. And then I got on TikTok like, pre-quarantine and I was having like a blast. And then everyone got on TikTok. And I was getting like some good views. And then mm -hmm. everyone got on TikTok. And then it became harder to get good views. <laughs> right, exactly. Content you got to make it even better than you did before. So, but I've really enjoyed it. I think it's fun. I think you can have, you have to have no shame. You've got to just have confidence and don't care what people think. That's what I, that's my motto for TikTok. Okay. Now I'm going to back you up a little bit. I want you to tell me about the single that was released again. I, just yeah. somebody joined uh, us a little bit late. Epiphany or Brave Enough? Um, the, the Brave. What brave Enough. Brave yes. Enough. Yes. Brave Enough. I had a, okay. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. So brave enough is, um, I, I wrote this song and I feel like it is something that everyone needs to hear right now. And it is for anyone who's being brave and day in, day out on the front lines of the Corona pandemic. And I really, you know, believe that music is healing. And I wanted to recognize everyone who's on the front lines from the doctors, the nurses, the grocery store clerks, the first responders, police officers, fire, you know, yeah, fighters. so many, I mean, yeah. even to, parents that are, you know, homeschooling and teachers who are helping to educate online and people have lost their jobs and are now unemployed or people that have lost a loved one. And so, you know, we all have to be brave enough and to keep going and we're all in this together. And I just feel like the lyrics really are fitting to what's going on right now. And um, yeah. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to play it before we say goodbye. I'm going to play it all the way through. We're just going to sit Great. here and listen to it. And then afterwards, uh, we'll wrap things up. You know, you're so awesome. And let's Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. This really means a lot that you're giving a platform to my music. Absolutely. Here it is, everybody. Give it a good listen. I think you're going to love it. Talk clouds, my boy. 
rolling, but we drink up the rain. Battle lines closing, but we don't run away. Stronger than silence in the dead of the night. Better together, we got this thing right here, right now. Calling all fighters, no turning around. Gonna go higher, no backing down, no giving up. Rise from the ground, stand with us, brave enough. Whoa. And you know I've got yours Get knocked around But we come back for more Walk through the valley the Smoke and the fire Risk getting burned But we show up right here right now Calling all fighters No turning around Gonna go higher No backing down No giving up Rise from the ground Wow. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And and a lot of the proceeds and much of the proceeds will go to the COVID-19 different organizations. That, yes. 50% you know, of what, you know, I make from this song. Sure. To, yeah. COVID-19. And, and the video, I really encourage you to go watch it. Um, it is on YouTube and it's on my YouTube page. And um, I hope it touches your heart in a way that it has mine and um, so yeah, Elizabeth, you, you are so cool. You are oh, so thank you. awesome. You know, and, we um, gotta use music to, you know, keep us inspired and keep, I us needed that. that. That is good. Getting us through this time. And I think it's, it's going to, it right now is it's hard. I think hitting a lot of people, I think are be feeling it more. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I did, but I know everyone's different. Um, but so I think it's a good good time. I, I know I actually wrote this song back in 2016. So uh, and I was feeling this way, and I hope it you know wow. it, it's a fitting time right now for it. It is, and if somebody wanted to buy it off the web, they can just go to iTunes. Yes, yes. And you can download it, but like you say, you need to go and watch the video too to get the full effect of it and to see. I think so. 
<laughs> drivers and the grocery workers. It, it's all in the video. So you, you've got to see that. Where did you shoot the video? Or you just took, I mean. So actually, I made the video in one night instead of watching, you know, Netflix. I um, I downloaded some. Ozark um, took a break. <laughs> yeah, they had to take a little break. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I downloaded, I was, a, you know, being a film major, I know Final mm -hmm. Cut Pro and I edit actually a lot of the video um, from my live shows and stuff. And um, so I just downloaded some content that I bought for $39 and put it up in a little video and okay. it is what it is. I mean, it's a, my, uh, Will's like, it's your cord. It's the best you can do during quarantine music video. <laughs> you did well. It's not, uh, you, nobody would ever well. know. <laughs> But um, yeah, it, cool. It, it, it's cool. And then I just put a black and white filter over it so that it, it was better than all, having to do all the color. No, I, I, that, it looked excellent. Excellent. Okay. Great job with that. Great job with the song. And uh, hopefully uh, we have some uh, listeners and maybe some viewers that'll jump on and purchase it, knowing that portions portion of that uh, price will go to help the COVID-19 organizations. Yeah. Uh, also to download your music anyways, go get it. You are awesome. And uh, I hope we get to say hello in person down the road somewhere, somehow. And, I know uh, I played at, um, what was it? Two festivals that are up there. Um, the uh, Taste of Country. Oh, a Taste of Country. Yeah. Yes. And yep. uh, in Hunter Mountain, right? Hunter Mountain. Yeah. I want to be there. Um, yeah. That's then, oh wow. Yes. And then I played at um, what is the festival that? Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed that I no played. no how you do a lot of them so. Um, but there's one upstate New York, and it, if I looked down my list of shows, I would know what it was. But it was like a smaller festival. Um, I opened oh. up for the brother, Brothers Osborne there a few years ago. Well, I'm not sure. Was Jam in the Valley? No, oh, yeah. no. Was it Jam in the Valley, right? There is a Jam in the Valley. Or yeah. Yeah, yeah there is. There is. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that, that's then, actually pretty big, I think. But yeah. 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 Um, it, no, it was big. It was big. <laughs> you know, but some of them are like 70,000 people, you know? No, so, I know. I know. That and one was probably like 30 or 20,000, I think. Right? Oh, yeah. It's still good size, though. So, yeah, it all oh, works yeah. out. You know, <laughs> and, uh, and, and always a great lineup. So that that's always. really cool. Well, we hope to um, we hope to meet someday. I'd love to love to say hello and thank you personally for coming on. And best of luck to Will and uh, of course you and uh, being in quarantine. Just stay safe. And again, everybody, this is Elizabeth Lyons, a name you need to know. And uh, just remember that. Make note of it. Go to the website elizabethlyonsmusic.com. Find out all about this woman. She is fabulous. And uh, thank you for being a part of what you know. Skip happens because right now skip is happening. I'm just saying. <laughs> I love that. I know. That awesome. You're so it, cool. Oh well, you're so cool. And and thank you again. And uh, you know, I'm gonna let you go because I'm sure. Well, not Saturday. What you're an hour behind us, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It, yes, it's Saturday. Maybe I'll go make myself a margarita now. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm gonna go get a beer. So yeah. you have Maybe a margarita. Leftover cake. I make confetti cake for myself for my birthday. I'm probably gonna eat some of that too. Yeah, real quick, did you celebrate your birthday in any way? Um, oh my gosh, I'm 
my no i didn't um really i mean my husband's family's down here so we had dinner uh -huh. um i made i've cooked for well the last six weeks like every night basically oh. uh the first week we we supported uh local restaurants but the last few weeks actually a lot of the restaurants haven't been open they're reopening some of them now but yeah. so we were forced to cook and i am not a good cook and um Doesn't but i can eat better and i'm more of a baker um but i made him cook me pasta and it was amazing and um my sisters made this video of some of my closest mm -hmm. friends and family that were it was 30 minutes long and they wished me happy birthday which was really sweet so i cried i was like oh Aww, you're so <laughs> sweet well happy belated and uh, <laughs> hopefully uh, we're over this soon and we can get yeah. back out to doing what we do best get you back on the road and uh, you know like i said just a couple of minutes ago i'd love to meet you and uh, thank you for Me taking too. the time Me to too. hang out on skip happens tonight Yes, I love it. it's upstate New York, so we'll definitely be up there. There's some beautiful roads and everything, too. Oh, yeah. This is the I, time of the year. It's beautiful. It is, yeah. Especially in the fall, I remember I was there, too, and the changing leaves. All the beautiful. colors. We get the four seasons, and autumn is beautiful. Spring is nice. Hopefully, we're past the snow now. And oh, it, yeah. I know. One, one time I was up there, and it was... it was the biggest snowstorm up in upstate New York. I think it was a few years ago, and I was like, what is life? <laughs> I was like, I'm happy I've got my Midwestern experience of driving in the snow. But we get what they call the lake road. effect. What? We get what they call lake effect snow off of Lake Ontario. The wind blows across. If it blows from the northwest, we could get a foot of snow in a matter of a few hours. So it, uh, you know, it, it has happened. And, you know, the funny thing about it is our day will go on like it's a normal day. Yep. I love that. I mean, like, yeah, in, in Nashville, it snows a little bit, and people are like, ah. yep. I've been there. I've been there when it, they had a little bit on the uh, the grass, very little, and everything yeah. was closed. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess people don't know how to drive down here, but in uh, the snow. Yeah. In the snow. <laughs> well, they don't do it all the time. Here yeah. we do it. <laughs> so, I, well, I guess that's You're awesome. Best of luck to you. Thank I'm going to let you go. You stay uh, safe and healthy as well, and uh, the best to all of you. And uh, we'll hopefully we'll talk real soon, ladies and gentlemen. It's Elizabeth Lyons. There she is, and uh, right here on Skip Happens, right here tonight. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. <laughs>